Hey, before we get started today, um, I have to say a shout out thank you to our neighbor down the street, Mimi. Okay. Um, she's a really fun neighbor to have. She's I mean, the one who corrals me. your dogs when they get out, right? She did once corral our dogs. <laughs> yes. She was also the first person I talked to in the new neighborhood. Yeah. Um, when she yelled at she, you for, to slow down for speeding? No. <laughs> Anybody else got anything else? Okay. Remember at Christmas time, she knocked on the door and brought over a big, beautiful plant. She does this for a living. Like She does landscaping. She's a mm. landscape architect. Okay. Oh, those are the plants that Phoebe had to take care of when Mimi went on vacation. Phoebe did that last year, yes, yeah. but this is different. She brought me a plant for Christmas. Yeah. A big, beautiful one potted, and it's gorgeous. And when Which, she, as we understand, was grafted from those plants that Phoebe yeah. took care and of last so, summer. Yeah, and so it's so cool, and it's so big. You know, it's the kind of plant that people would notice and remark on, like, wow, that's healthy and gorgeous. <laughs> so that was in December. <laughs> but now and so now i kept i kept it on the same schedule as my other plants i have about six or seven house plants around the house i know that surprises you murphy because you d- you know we had that many but we do no i didn't i thought there were three <laughs> that's, that's the reason i'm not in charge of taking care of the plants i suppose it's also about things that you notice you don't notice those things right. you just don't and that's okay you're a dude you notice other things um, but I love my plants and I have them on sort of a schedule, mm-hmm. meaning I water them about every two weeks, house plants. Yeah. Now, if I'm running the heater more in the winter, I water them maybe a little bit more. Because they're parched. So I put this plant on that same schedule and it started to look really bad. And I'm like, Mimi, can you, pl-? this is the other day, can you please come over and take a look at this? And she walked in and took one look at it. She said, oh, babe, you're just overwatering that. It does not need as much water as the other plants. Oh. And she taught me a little trick about sticking my finger in there and feeling it and feeling what it feels like and what kind so. of plant is it i don't know oh okay <laughs> it's kind of leaves <laughs> it's green but how awesome is it to have her down there yeah. you know what i mean and she did say that we most of us over water our house plants yeah so when in doubt just wait it out <laughs> it's always awesome to have a neighbor that is you know specialized in mm-hmm. something like that she's the plant yes. answer person she's got that green thumb mm-hmm. so thank you mimi made my day coming up with murphy sam and jody jody's got your first hollywood outsider of the morning yeah a book that means a lot to a lot of little girls and grown women uh, being made into a movie. Uh, and Anne is up next today, seven seven three one zero four MSJ, and I think she's got another place we need to not go if we're feeling sick. Join us anytime with anything you'd like to add eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. What's going on, Anne? I heard you talking to the nurse about uh, don't take uh, yourself to the doctor's office if you're sick. I'm a mm-hmm. librarian, and we have a lot of people that come to the library to get books and DVDs to convalesce with when oh, they're sick, and yeah. just like, please stay at home, keep your germs at home away from the public. Yeah. <laughs> True. You're afraid you're going to have to hibernate for a while, so you need to stock up. But you could send somebody else to do it, couldn't you? Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. send, somebody, send your husband or... If your kids are sick, we have a lot of people that come into the library and we we see them with kids during the day. And, uh, yeah. you know, of course there's homeschoolers, but we see people with kids and go, uh, mm. and they're like, oh, little Johnny is sick today, so we brought him to get some DVDs. And we're oh, like, hey. No. Thanks. There needs to be a whole new, yeah, explanation of this. Yeah. You know what's interesting to me? Another big offender to me, Anne, is at work. When people will come to work, oh, I'm so sick, but there's so much to do, so I'm here. 
Yeah, a lot of people just feel, uh, I guess, loyal and committed to, to go to, to work. But yeah, don't infect your coworkers either. Thank At least you. not the ones you like. thank you for the call and you know i I think it's easy for us to be aware not to catch we want to do all the preventative things to keep from catching things but we really forget about spreading you know what i mean Mm. we need to be focused on not spreading things i was uh at last night i went to a concert for jack's high school band they were doing a performance yeah and i'm sitting there in the auditorium and i went Oh, wow. And that sound right I didn't now. think of it. And I was coughing because I had a catch in my throat. But then I'm thinking, oh, how many people are thinking, coronavirus? Right. Would you also need to, like, Murphy, didn't you see somebody this week and you appreciated it, cough into their elbow? Yeah. Turn uh, around yeah. from you and cough away from you? Mm. Yeah. That's nice and lovely. And look, all of this, if, if this good that can come from this, not a... Not a panic, but a change of the way that you do things like this. It's good It'll education. keep all of it from spreading, yeah. right? Thank you, Ann. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. One of the most beloved books for girls, never got a movie, is finally going to get a timeless movie. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Guys, I don't know if you've ever heard of the book, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. But it is a book that means a lot to a lot of girls. Why have I? Why am I familiar with it? Our girls haven't read it, Jody. It's famous. It's famous. Okay, I've I heard begged, the title. I begged our girls to read it. It was published in 1970, and so there's this all these generations of girls who grew up reading it, and it's timeless. Okay, maybe maybe Margaret doesn't have a cell phone. Okay, but okay. <laughs> anyway, it's about this 11 year old girl named Margaret, and all of the little things that 11 year old girls are thinking, but nobody was addressing with them. Okay boys and feeling awkward and not knowing am I a child anymore am I a young woman where am I things that are happening to your body it's one of these books that when you read it you did not feel alone in the world and being 11 years old Mm -hmm. and I do think it is still timeless like every girl around that age should read this book well and I'm worried I'm worried but Lionsgate Media is picking it up and has won the auction to make it into a movie as long as they they, do auctions for those things apparently so you know, the deal is, though, make the movie. Please don't make it too slick and, and today. Just make it timeless. And they're saying that's the plan. Timeless. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, what you should look at first before you put your ATM card into a, a cash machine. Got a little ATM cautionary tale here. And this is not like, you know being robbed when you your cash comes out you know that, <laughs> this is um, something different and i don't know i didn't snopes this one or not but you know how have you ever seen it that said if you're being robbed while you're using your card you, you put your pin in backwards i've seen that and it what does it, it do? alerts something it knocks down the machine or something uh, i think I you know. should probably snopes that uh, yeah i can tell you i wouldn't be able to, rem- to think of it backwards if that were happening to me <laughs> there's no way yeah okay so the other day it was one of those days where i had 10 minutes to get this done phoebe ne- was going somewhere with friends and she needed some cash and i'm running to the atm and i'm traffic's nuts and da 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 and you're not thinking and i pull up my windows rolled down and I slipped the card in. I'm going to be quick and efficient, right? Mm. What I didn't notice, when I put my card in and it sucked it in. And then I look at the screen 
which is the wrong order to do things. I looked at the screen and it was the big cir- blue circle. It was rebooting or something. <laughs> so Wait, you stuck your card in the machine and it without, rebooted the machine? No, no, no. The machine was already acting wonky. I just ah. did not realize that until I had already given it my card. I mean, if you put a card in that little thing, it's going to suck it in no matter what. So did you Apparently. lose your card? I lost my you-know-what and my card. So I'm sitting there, and it's like, oh, it's rebooting. And at the bottom, there's a bar that's slowly, you know, going from left to right, showing all the different Just like things. a real computer. It's right, <laughs> uh, how long it's going to be. And people behind me are arms up, like, what are you doing, chick? So I'm like, what do I do? And it finally gets to the end of the reboot, and it's trying to come back. It gets stuck. But apparently there's a no card, card in the way. I pushed every button, no card. So I park. It's still not 5 p.m., so I walk into the bank, which is something I haven't done in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. I, walk I think in, I've actually forgotten how to do that. <laughs> yeah. I walked into the bank. The line was so long, I knew I would never be able to get it all you know, resolved, card back, and cash. So I decide to leave. I'm walking out. All the cars have dispersed away from the ATM machine, and there's a, a repairman there. No. He's opened it up. He's there to fix it. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I need to do to get my card back? He goes... You think you were the last one? I said, I do. I know I was the last one. He goes, what's your name? And I told him, and he handed me my card. Nice. From the machine. Always look, though, before you put the card in. Coming up, Sam has music news. Got another great 80s rock band getting back together and hitting the road again. Sam's got music news. I am so glad to hear this news that Genesis is reuniting for their first tour yes. in 13 years. Murphy, we have to do this, finally. Yeah, there's only one family member that won't be there, and that's her youngest oh, daughter, Phoebe. Sorry, I forgot. She, doesn't, she can't stand Phil Collins' voice. We don't know why. Oh, I don't Phoebe. get that. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. She'll leave the room. Well, before we you go grabbing your tickets, i got to let you know that this is only going to happen in the U.K. for right now. Oh. All right. Uh, ten dates in the U.K., Phil Collins has been the one this whole time because he's sure. got those leg and back issues. Well, that's legit. He, I mean, he can't play the drum for any length of time. That's horrible. So he winds up sitting on stage to perform. Mm-hmm. And he has said that I'm all for getting back together with Mike Rutherford and yeah. Tony Banks, sure. but we got to have my son. You know, his son is a drummer. Do the drumming. Right. right. Yeah. He says, I want my son along so he can do I the drumming because okay. he's got it down just like me. And so it's like, all right, fine. So they're going on tour, the four of them, Good. you know, those three. It's and okay for him to have that kind of quality control. Yeah. I mean, I, I dig that. Anyway, that'll be, uh, the tickets will be going on sale. If you're really, if you're going to go over to the other side of the world, uh, those concerts are coming up later on this year. And you know how it's going to work. They'll if come it does here. well there, it'll do well. Yeah, they should come here. That's right. Now, if you've ever seen Casey Musgraves in concert and you think, man, those are some snazzy outfits. I'd yeah. love to have one. Yeah. You actually can now. hold tight to your uh, in the wake of the tornadoes in Nashville, yeah. now and a lot of the different folks are going to get together and there's going to be concerts and all that kind of stuff, but Casey's decided, I'm going to take all my tour clothes and I'm going to sell them and all the proceeds are going to go for the uh, tornado relief efforts. Nice. That's awesome. So the actual stuff you've seen her wear in concert, right. you can actually go on this website and you so know, bid cool on So many cool efforts coming it. out of Nashville for it, and mm-hmm. rightly so. They all step up from uh, jo- there. Jody, I know you've been waiting on this one, but we now have the uh, dates for the Whitney Houston uh, hologram tour here in the U.S. <laughs> 
Not great reviews on this one. Right, right because now it's a hologram UK. and it's creepy. Uh, they're bringing it to Vegas, though. April 14th in Vegas. It's going to open up at the Flamingo Vegas for a nice run there. Tickets will go on sale uh, this Friday. See, I would like to see that. Well, you know, next trip to Vegas, you and Jody can uh, check that one out. I'll go see Aerosmith and you can go see the Whitney hologram. <laughs> Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. So uh, we would love to hear from you. Text us. You can call us, 877-310-4MSJ, or reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Um, speaking of that, the other day, yesterday, I shared a picture uh, from the other night when we had, well, we had tacos. We have tacos a lot at our Taco house. Taco Tuesday? Yeah. And then we had Taylor and Phoebe. Taylor had a friend over, Nick. And it's funny. It's every time she's, hey, Nick and I are going to go hang out. I'm like, great, go hang out. But, um, you know, dinner's at 630 and he can come. And so she'll bring him over. And mm-hmm. we love Nick. We don't see him as much anymore. He was a senior last year and he graduated. And he's living the college life. So she loves to hang out with him. So he's always welcome. In fact, all of her friends are always welcome. Um, tomorrow evening, <laughs> Phoebe's going to have like four friends over. And I realized it was it was always the plan, Murphy. When they were little, I used to say, I want to be that house. I want to be that house where all the kids always are cool to land. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. With a girl, welcoming right, or welcoming their friends, and I was thinking about it the other night. I had dinner with um my some of my high school girlfriends, and um we were, R- Rachel. And we were talking about her parents, and her parents mean so much to me because they were that house. Yeah, we were always at Rachel's house. That was the landing spot, and because of that, I know her parents well, and her parents mean a lot to me because of that. But it's just really cool to always if you can do that tell your kids y'all you guys are your you you and your friends are welcome here <laughs> you know and let them be let them get off in their corners and watch movies or have them at dinner yeah because i just feel like if they always know that they're going to take advantage of it mm-hmm. and you'll get to see them more as they grow my house unfortunately has not been that house yeah. the kids usually go elsewhere which i got no problem with but i've also thrown out the vibe like hey so why do you I think can... they not they're not choosing you i don't know for that. maybe they're embarrassed because i'm going to start whipping out dad jokes or this is probably possible probably not it's possible you know, i i don't i i guess it all has to do with whatever you know the situation is not everybody you know, it, I guess it's comfortable hosting like that. You know what I'm saying? My grandmother's house was that kind of house. Sure. My parents had no problem with it, but my parents' house was not that house. They weren't you know inviting I mean? people, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, we are that house, and everybody's welcome, including you, Sam. Thank Just you. light on the jokes. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody's got your next Hollywood Outsider. I have a treat for you up next, though. You know how they're, they're saying for the coronavirus, when you wash your hands, sing happy birthday twice? Yes, to make sure you get them clean. Yeah. yeah well, if you're getting sick of singing happy birthday, I've got some alternate songs you'll probably enjoy more. All right. This is from the CDC this week, or in the past week or so, we've heard, hey, if you got to wash your hands with the coronavirus and all the worry going around. And, and a great way to do it, to make sure you wash your hands long enough At is, least 30 seconds. Yeah, is to do a happy birthday. Sing it to yourself in your head twice. Well, yeah. Instead it, of counting to 20 or 30. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could you could do ABCs. Couldn't you? Like, you could do keep ABCs. Keep it kindergarten. You probably just do the ABCs once. Maybe okay. twice. Anyway, I, I this person on Twitter, one of these comedians I follow on Twitter, said, "You know, I'm pretty really getting sick and tired of singing Happy Birthday every time I wash my hands." <laughs> so, so yeah. why not come up with some other songs where the hooks and the chorus are like twenty seconds ish long? Okay, that way you can sing that and enjoy yourself washing your hands like this one. Heck yes. 
wash away. La, la, la. So when you get to love her, then you're finished? Yeah, that's right. And, oh. and, okay. and you're clean and all that stuff. Or if you want to, you can go back to this one. Oh, no. Sam. No thanks. <laughs> you know, screaming from the bathroom. It depends. That song really works sometimes. You could sing well, the Weezer version. Yeah, considering it got stuck in everybody's head again, that's probably an easy one. <laughs> uh, another one they uh, threw out there, and this one surprised me, but Jody, you'll like it. Jolene, Jolene. Really? Jolene, Jolene. That's good. That's perfect yeah. classic. Dolly. Mm. Gotta be a traditional country person to love that. I do yeah. want to say that it's not just about length of time, but soap on each finger, soap between fingers, and on the front and backs of hands. Just like a doctor. Yep. That's right. And, and of course, if you want something more current. Yeah. There you go. Wash your hands now. Wash them. Wash them real good. You know. The little Lizzo will help you keep a virus away. And uh, one of the people suggested to this comedian, this one will be a, a two for here. Not only do you wash your hands with this chorus, but it's also the CPR song. It is the CPR song. Yeah, it's yeah. the beat that you do for CPR. And ironically, it's called Stay Alive. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I know, yes. I know. And you can wash your hands Music is the answer, people. It really is. <laughs> Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Ben Affleck, who is busy right now on a press tour for his new movie that opens this weekend called The Way Back. It's a sports drama, basketball drama. I'm hoping it's going to be like his Cinderella story. Well, anyway, he's doing press for that. He was actually sitting in a gym with other people from the film in this interview and was asked to discuss why he, how and why he let go of the Batman role because he had wanted it so much, Mm -hmm. right? And then he walked away from it. I had done a couple of those movies and I kind of lost my passion for it. You know what I mean? I kind of lost my passion for telling those stories. I got interested in telling stories more like this. And it just seemed like, you know, very clear to me that if you're not going to be, if it's not the most important thing in the world to you, you're not going to make a very good movie. A movie deserves to be made by somebody who's dying to do it and can't wait. And uh, that wasn't me at the time, so I moved on. Oh, you want the smart 10-second translation? What? The movies were horrible, so I moved on. That's not well, maybe what it's because he, he wasn't passionate about it. Right, he had already stepped into and out of that suit. He did go on to say that he thinks Robert Pattinson will be great and that he's a great actor. And we all know he's going to be the new. I'm telling you, I think he's going to be the one for the next few years, several years. Once he gets a suit on. Oh yeah, no getting out of it. Sound effects. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, uh, we might have missed a few calls, so we're going to dive into the 24-hour voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. You can hit us up on Facebook, on Instagram, or call. would like to visit with you that way, 287-7310-4MSJ. And when we're on the other line or we miss you for whatever reason... Or ordering pizza. Leave us messages. We check them all. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Morning, guys. Been listening to the show for a long time, and... Uh, Something kind of caught my ear this morning with this coronavirus stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Murphy was talking about that he uses the uh, antibacterial stuff all the time, which yes. is good and great. But uh, something I, I haven't heard anybody talking about is antibacterial kills bacteria. Uh, it doesn't affect the virus. Washing your hands will knock the little viruses off your hands and stuff like that. So that's still a good thing. I just don't want people to think that, oh, I can carry around the, the, the antibacterial and, and I'll be safe. 
Uh, no, it's all about washing your hands regularly, routinely, and thoroughly. Mm. Thanks. Keep up the good work. Huh. Girly. Well, thank you. Thanks for leaving us the voicemail. I didn't know that. I mean, I thought whatever I put on my hands killed everything. <laughs> I guess, well, you know. That's why when you go to the doctor, you don't get antibiotics if it's viral because antibiotics kill bacteria, oh, correct? Bacterial right. I just thought, so, for me, I thought the, okay. uh, the ice propyl alcohol that's in hand sanitizer killed everything, but I could be wrong. Mm, you, still need to, you still need to be clean first. Oh, Being I agree. Yeah, it's not a substitute. Number, yeah. Clean hands, then uh, sterilized hands, I guess. Uh-huh. Correct? Uh, yeah. So thank you for that. We appreciate so we've it. We've got another voicemail. Hey, I just want to tell you, the three of y'all are the greatest I've ever heard, <laughs> and I've been oh. listening to radio for a long time. Uh Y'all make me through my morning feedings on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Oh. Y'all's stories are great, and I love y'all. Y'all have a great evening. Wow. Thank you. Man, evening. Thank you for leaving us that message. I, I guess he called last yeah, night. Yeah, uh, quite the nice. voice. You think he sounded like Randy Travis Murphy? He did. So you don't think that's Randy Travis, do you? <laughs> you wish. It was not Randy yeah. Travis. Randy Travis loves us. <laughs> forever and ever amen thank you for that we appreciate you so much give us a call anytime 877-310-4msj hey jody in the hollywood outsider yesterday you told us about the sesame street movie they now started casting folks yeah they're making a big screen sesame street and anne hathaway is a part is part of it she's the i guess one of the big leads and then Chance the Rapper joined the cast. And we know how these Muppet movies are. Usually they'll, they'll have like 50 or 60 stars that'll be in it. I don't Cameos know. They're, here and there. They're pretty concise about their, their storyline. Mm-hmm. Like everybody in the neighborhood uh, is kicked out because Sesame Street doesn't really exist. And they have to prove that it really exists mm-hmm. like on a map and in, in reality. Sounds like a fun movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, and you mentioned to me on the side, and Murphy, I don't even know if you know this, but Jody said, <laughs> as a child... She never got to watch Sesame Street. No. Uh, really? That's why it's so exciting to me. I think it's precious and lovely, and I never consumed it as a child. Nope. Are you serious? We watched Captain Kangaroo. We watched Woody Woodpecker, which I loved, and Tom and Jerry cartoons. And I do not, I was, we, Sesame Street was never played in my house. It seems like in school, maybe when I was in preschool or kindergarten, every now and then Sesame Street, the teacher would wheel out the TV on that cart. It didn't and mean anything to me. It, and it was funny when I got the um, Big Bird alarm clock uh-huh. because I got it from a family member for Christmas one year. You I was like, know this what is it was? great. What is this? Yeah. And my brother got Oscar the Grouch alarm clock. Basically the merch without seeing the show. Right. I didn't understand the merch, but was grateful anyway. Uh-huh. Looking forward to the movie. I really feel like millennials get a bad rap. Because most of the time when you hear some, somebody use the word millennial, it's in some sort of negative light, you know? Well, you know, millennials can't do this. Or headlines, yeah. you know? Now, usually, every headline is something bad about millennials. Right, really? and I just, yeah, and I don't understand. Has that always um, been the case for, like, what, groupings of generations, You know, though? I bet you it has, because Gen X, we got a bad rap. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? We were, so we were the ones with attitudes, and, and, right. and, and but anyway. We still um, are. <laughs> so I, I there's i came across this survey of millennials that doesn't really now remember millennials can be anywhere in the age of like 20 to 35 right now that's the basic 15 year range you know they were born in the uh, mid to late 80s and then and in the 90s man, 20 <clears throat> to 35 me. yeah that's and, a spot huh <laughs> yeah so this survey talks about what they're willing to fix themselves around the house and what they're not mm. and uh, a lot of times, some of the most simple projects 
even if it's changing light bulbs, believe it or not, is something that a professional winds up getting called for. Ew. If they're not comfortable changing a fluorescent tube themselves, right? Because nobody ever showed them how to do that. Well, tubes can be a little tricky. (laughs) They have YouTube, though, speaking of tubes. But most of the time, the the millennial spends about $500 on miscellaneous stuff. And I'm not talking about major repairs. It's plumbing. It's electrical. And I get the electrical thing. If you don't know electrical, you probably shouldn't fool with it anyway, right? right? I feel the same way about plumbing. (laughs) But but some of this is uh, basic hardware stuff, like fixing loose hinges on cabinets. And I mean, to me, something I would break out a Phillips or a flathead screwdriver for that really should be. What's a Phillips screwdriver? Right, right. But my dad taught me that stuff. So it occurs to me that even when I saw the study on millennials, Jody, it made me think. I've not been helping our girls learn some of these things. I don't know that I've actually. Right? Have the parents failed them? Like, have we hmm, not taught what we're supposed to? I mean, when was the last time I told Taylor what the difference is between a Phillips screwdriver and a flathead screwdriver? Or a a crescent wrench and a socket set, you know? Or is it important that they know how to use those at all? I kind of feel like on a basic level, it would be helpful. Every time I get a chance to use a socket set, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I get to use the sockets! You're not a millennial. But the the other thing the survey does show, though, which is something that Sam and I are really good at, is, you know, Millennials definitely use YouTube and Facebook videos to help solve these problems the when they go. do do it themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Get another Hollywood outsider for you. Plus, why are working moms especially so hard on themselves when they take care of themselves? I'm going to get your answers to that from Facebook and Instagram. We were um, talking this week earlier about the mom brain. Moms Which know, is an amazing thing to me. It's true. Moms know what it is. Like, you know, and, and you can choose to only use it on your kids. You can use it at work. It's like a weapon. It is a weapon. Yeah. Well, you remember what's going to happen 10 days from now at 8 p.m. If I was interviewing somebody for a job and I had someone who, you know, was had a mom brain as a choice, she would get a higher recommendation in my thought process because she's already managing a bunch of things. And so she's probably good at it. Right? Yeah. What mom doesn't know? You know, what, what is in the refrigerator, what needs to be picked up from the store, who's got practice on what days. Mom are do, moms are doing yeah. all of this all the time on top Absolutely. of their jobs' jobs. Mm. They really are. And we were talking about how, um, <clears throat> you know, I especially don't want to extend that to you, Murphy. Like, I don't want to be that with you. you I don't want to manage mother you me? Like, yes, I don't. Oh, I, yeah, I don't want you to, and I don't, I don't want you to. But a lot and, of and that's, women I don't mean do. that in a bad way. Where we we counsel each other, but oh. I don't expect you to manage my life. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> a lot of women do end up mom braining their husbands and managing. Kind of, they do. It yeah, just happens. But I understand though that it sometimes it's easier to just do that just to get stuff accomplished. Yeah, I, I, I know from a relationship it. aspect, it's, it's not, not a great good for idea. The relationship, I don't think. But it's just like if you got stuff, you got to get done. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. I mean, in opposite, you don't want a, a, a dude fa- being fatherly with you. I don't think that's as healthy either. Hmm. Even though there's all kinds of weirdness there with the I'm kind of men I'm not sure how that would to. be. I mean, I know. It's weird. I don't know. But we were talking about that and then talking about self-care. Like, it's okay to, if, to take care of everybody around you as long as you extend that care to yourself. Tabitha said, based on that conversation from our Facebook page, so true and very hard for women in particular, meaning to practice self-care. Um, I think to remember exercise self-care, we feel guilty about it and we really shouldn't. And in that way, you may not know that, but sometimes women will finally start to take care of themselves and take time and they feel guilty about that too. 
Right. It's a mom thing. Mm. Um, Juan says it's the same thing as oxygen masks masks on airplanes. You can't help others until you help yourself first. I love that yeah. analogy. And that is Thank true. You, Juan. Love hearing from you on Facebook and Instagram. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. One of the most beloved books for young girls getting a movie, and it's never been made into one. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. One of the most loved books that girls everywhere grew up with is called Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. You guys have heard of it, right? Yeah. It's from Judy Bloom. I assume you never read it. <laughs> no, didn't read it. It's about. I've little... definitely heard of Judy Bloom, though. Yes. Okay. So this book is so big. I mean, it was just. It's about all those things that eleven-year-old girls struggle with: awkwardness, identity, um, you know, self-acceptance, what's happening to their bodies. It's all those things. And when you read it, especially if you're at that age, you feel like, oh, I'm not really alone in all of this. Yeah. Well, Lionsgate uh, bought the rights, got the rights to make the movie. And I'm thinking, oh gosh, please don't give her a cell phone. Please don't give her so, make her so today. This book was published in 1970. Hmm. And the word is they're going to keep it classic and timeless. Not they're going to put her in the 70s. Yeah. But they're not going to put her so 2020 that she's not Margaret she's anymore. She's got a Facebook account. Right. No, she will not. <laughs> but so making it timeless. And we are looking forward to that. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Earlier this morning, Jody, you were telling us about uh, going to the ATM and having your card sucked in. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what you you want to happen, but I didn't look at the screen first. Yeah. I just slipped it in there and thought, let me go and do this quickly. And what I didn't realize until my card was gone, sucked into the machine, was that it was already in, a, in the process of being rebooted and there was no getting my card back. None. Yeah. But luckily, the repairman came along and you were able well, to... Yeah. He opened it up and said, what's your first name? And I told him, and my card was on top. My card was the last card that it sucked in. <laughs> it's funny because yesterday I had an ATM event happen. And Mur- oh. Murphy, I thought of you because I couldn't wait to tell you. I don't even know why. But I, I, I drive up because to, he's the, Mr. Security. to the bank. And, yeah. of, and of course, as my luck has it, somebody pulled in right before me. And they, they're going to go to the ATM first. So, don't you hate that? So instantly, I'm like, great. And they're probably going to deposit 17 things. <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm walking up behind the lady, and the sign, I could see the screen. It says, you know, that it was down. You know, mm-hmm. please hang on. Oh, this was moment. a walk-in ATM? This wasn't a drive-thru? No, yeah, this was a walk-up one. Okay. And it says, hang on, you know, temporarily out of service, blah, blah. And the lady's like, oh. and she's, you know, I'm thinking, I'm not going to stand here now. Now I'm really going to be late. So I thought, let me go in the bank and see what's going on in there. You walked in. I walked in. Nobody in line, walked up, gave him the check for the deposit, deposited it, walked out, and she's still standing there beating on the machine outside. I actually got to go inside, talk to a teller. Yeah. Did you give her a heads up that, hey, I I just walked in and got my stuff? Yeah, I said, there's no line in there right now. She goes, thanks. Then she turned and went and got in her car and left. So I just guess she, I I don't know what she was doing. Couldn't you have also turned around and made the deposit on your phone? Ooh, you should see. You should have called Murphy because he has those answers, and you. By the time I called Murphy to get that answer, yeah, I was in and out of the bank. Good for you, and you worked with a person. Did you get a free sucker or something? No, I didn't. When we were talking about uh, millennials earlier and the, the study that shows that they would rather use a professional to fix something versus do it yourself, some of these things that we were taught as kids, it reminded me of something I'm really glad that my dad 
taught me so that I don't necessarily have to call somebody for help on this. And that's if you're stranded with a dead battery, the right way to jump off a car. Yeah. And he stressed that one to me because human nature is you take the positives to the positives, negative to the negatives. And most people would just connect the batteries together if they didn't know. And that's actually what that's the opposite of what you're supposed to do because it could, it could be dangerous. Could blow with the it up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you one part on the car you're starting, the dead battery car. Negative goes to metal, positive goes to the battery itself. And so I've always remembered that. And I don't know that I've taught our girls to do that one either, Jody. And that's a basic one because chances are somebody's going to stop by with a pair of jumper cables, right? Yeah, or chances are they're going to pick up their their cell phones and call you. Dad. (laughs) Call the professional. Well, that's true too. That's one big difference, having a cell phone and being in touch all the time. Thank you for having us on while you work. Uh, Later today, come join us for another Murphy, Sam & Jody After the Show podcast. A little app confusion here. Do I have too many social media apps? Uh, Do do all of us have too many? Yeah. That's coming up today in the After the Show podcast.